Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, February the 13th in 2024 on When I Arise. Today we continue year B, the first Sunday in Lent, and on the Tuesday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the psalm passage, which comes to us from this week from the Revised Common Lectionary, and this week of the church's calendar year, and so we find ourselves in Psalm 25, we'll read just verses 1 through 10, so let me read that passage, about a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 25, verses 1 through 10. For David, to you, O Lord, I lift my heart. My God in you I trust. Let me not be ashamed. Let my enemies not gloat over me. Yes, all who hope in you are not shamed. Let the treacherous be shamed empty-handed. Your ways, O Lord, inform me. Your paths instruct me. Lead me in your truth and instruct me, for you are the God of my rescue. In you do I hope every day. Recall your mercies, O Lord, and your kindnesses. They are forever. My youth's offenses and my crimes recall not. In your kindness recall me. You, for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore he guides offenders on the way. He leads the lowly in justice and teaches the lowly his way. All the Lord's paths are kindness and truth for the keepers of his pact and his precepts. This is the word of God for us. All right, so Psalm 25 is one of these acrostic psalms. So they take the letters of the Hebrew alphabet and the first letter of the first word of each line is the next letter in the alphabet. And so this, there's a good chance that this would have been a psalm given to the young of the community uh, to give them some early ideas in theology of God and how to relate with God. And uh, many of the themes in Psalm 25 are the elementary ones as well. And I think when I read elementary, I don't mean like simple and when you're advanced, you don't need to think about them anymore, but I think more like fundamentals, things that we go back to again and again. And uh, I think this is why Psalm 25 lands in this week of the church's calendar year. This is the first week of the season of Lent. So tomorrow will be Ash Wednesday, which begins the season of Lent. And uh, because of that, uh, we have a lot to think about during the season of Lent. It is this time of preparation, and many times it's a season of repentance and seeking change, right? Uh, There are certain fasts that certain parts of the church will endure during the season of Lent. As I mentioned yesterday, there are times where some churches will begin to empty the sanctuary so that that sense of emptiness, of needing God to fill our lives, becomes not just something we think about, but something that we actually feel when we come to worship. Um, some parts of Christianity, you know, it's just kind of business as usual these Sundays, Why others will uh, turn down the path of denial, uh, turn down the, you know, down the path of self-reflection and repentance. And so I think what we have is a chance to come back to the basics and to the fundamentals uh, during this season. And the first one is this idea of forgiveness. Um, I think forgiveness is such a common virtue that we forget its power. Um, Think about one of those times where you and I really messed up. We did something that we should not have. And um, either because uh, somebody discovered it or because we came forward on our own, like we, we shared it. And there was a sense of dread 
and maybe a sense of relief because it was out in the open and it can't be and it could be dealt with. But as we're trying to forecast, forecast and calculate like how it would go if we were honest, um, you can imagine that we had all these different scenarios. You know, people being understanding, or people being angry, uh, people canceling us and writing us off, or people giving us a second chance. And um, what relief we get whenever people do give us a second chance. It's not that they completely forget about the thing that we had done to them, but um, they had this capacity deep within both to know how much we hurt them and to know that um, it's not going to be the last word in our relationship, but uh, we could settle, that things could be repaired and mended, and that we could continue on together. Not like it never happened, but knowing that it did happen and we still want peace. I think that's the biblical idea of peace, is this idea of not just a serene feeling, but this this lineage of knowing that something has gone down, but we've repaired it and we're going forward. And that going forward sometimes uh, means that it's never brought up again. It doesn't have to be rehashed. Um, it's not It's not going to be used to be, uh, be weaponized against us or against somebody who's offended us, but we're choosing to absorb it and to say, I think there's more to you than this one deed. I remember my, my friend Brian Folden, who was a pastor in the church that I was a part of, he said, mistakes are events, they're not people, and forgiveness gives us the rationale to understand that. You and I, we've all made mistakes. It doesn't mean that we are forever a mistake. Uh, we are a person who's made them. And because of the gracious economy that's been launched upon the earth because of the cross and resurrection, we now can belong to a family of people who are forgiven. Like The first words that we spoke entering into the Christian life was confession. It was apology. It was saying, I messed it. I messed up and I missed it. I missed the mark. And I'd like to be forgiven. I'd like to be cleansed from all my unrighteousness and sins. And the gracious God replied with, absolutely, you're forgiven and free. And the promises of scripture brimmed to the top, right? Like God forgives us as far as the east is from the west. And so sure, towards the end of our passage this morning, there is the theme of forgiveness. And not only that, but also this teaching of the lowly uh, to leave those treacherous ways behind us so that we can find the path that is truly life. And so here we are, season of Lent. It's to uh, go towards the cross and to once again reflect on its significance for all the universe and for us, which is that there is a forgiving God, a merciful God, who wants to forgive us of our sins and to give us fresh new lives with those things in mind. Let's spend some time praying to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we rejoice in the knowledge that we are forgiven and free people. We think that you could have ordered the world in many different ways. You could have ordered the world under the terms of perfection, over achievements, over competition, but you decided to launch your creation project with grace and with mercy in mind. And so we thank you for this gracious economy that we heard about and we gravitated towards and we understood that it's on your terms of mercy and forgiveness that we can be admitted into the people of God. And so we thank you that you've brought us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the Son whom you love and whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. So God, we think of Psalm 25, and not only do we want to be a forgiven people, but we want to be a retrained people. We want to know the ways of the Lord. We want to walk as the people of God. And so this day, may you give us both the knowledge once again of our forgiveness, but also the desire and the courage to walk in complete freedom. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.